Hey, welcome to the Ask a Daddy podcast. It's your boy, Brian B. Childs, and uh, let's get started. In this episode, I'm going to answer the question, where have I been? Um, I feel like I owe it to those individuals who were rocking with me from the beginning and who noticed... um, or who witnessed, I should say, that I started to gain momentum with Ask a Daddy and some things were starting to happen. And then it just kind of seemed like everything came to a halt. And so I want to kind of go into what happened. And hopefully, you know, by the end, um, wanted to shed some light for those who who, who are wondering, uh, for those who are new to Ask a Daddy, to give you a little bit of insight as to who I am. Um, but ultimately, hopefully it's something that Maybe my experience, there's something that you can gain from it. I really think there is, which is why I'm sharing. So, um, yeah, let's go down and get to it. Uh, but I have to take you back to the beginning. It all started one cold winter night in 19. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. I'm, I'm well, I am going to take you back that far, but I promise I'm going somewhere with it. Um, but from a very early age, I I got used to winning. Um, as an adult, when I look back and reflect, I I realized that a pretty pivotal moment in my life was I won uh, a talent show. I won a school wide talent show and I was in the first grade and my sister was in that talent show as well. She was in the third grade. So, you know, was taught, maybe she was in the fourth grade. Anyway, whatever. I beat the whole school first place. That was pretty big. And I got used to winning at a very early age. Fast forward to high school. Um, I met a friend, a good friend. I'm good on a shout out, actually. Uh, Denaro Allen. Uh, quick, quick plug. Uh, law office of Denaro J. Allen. He's a family attorney. If you need any prenup stuff, uh, I don't know what else he does. Uh, adoptions, divorce, marriage, whatever. Holler at my man. He'll get you taken care of. But, um, but I met De Niro and he had come up with this term. Apparently, I guess he used to win that some stuff. I don't know. Probably not as much as I did, but whatever. But he he came up with this term and he just said he had this good gene. And I was like, well, dang, I must have got the good gene, too, because I'm always winning. Right now, put a pin there because this will make sense later. Um, so let's go on and fast forward to like 2011 when I actually started teaching and became a certified teacher and started teaching, uh, you know, in public schools. Um, now, like I said, I had come accustomed to winning, but there were still things in my mind that I, that I didn't really think I could do. So I did not attempt in order to avoid losing at them. Right. Um, so when I actually earned my bachelor's degree, that was one thing that I really didn't think that I could do. Um, I had always worked with kids ever since a young age, always been really successful in that area. So kind of going to school for education, this was kind of natural. Um, excuse me. But after I got that bachelor's degree and I was able to actually start teaching, I looked at my degree and I was like, you know, hmm, I could probably do like anything and be good at it. Right. I have this degree now, which now I'm certified to do stuff. Let, Let me go. See if I could make some real money. That's what I termed it. So after teaching for a little while, um, I, again, I was never really satisfied there. So I just continued to kind of keep my options open. 
and continue to try to look for an opportunity to make some more money. Um, so I ended up leaving teaching and going into sales. Um, didn't really work out too well. My first stint with sales. Um, and from there, I actually went and I got hired by the early learning coalition of Orange County. So able to kind of still be in a field that I'm, that I was comfortable with working with kids or on behalf of kids. Um, and that's what kind of led to ask a daddy. So we'll stop this segment here and pick up with the early learning coalition. I was hired at the early learning coalition as the birth to third grade challenge facilitator. Uh, it's a pretty long title. Um, but essentially, uh, what it did was it, ch- it checked a couple of boxes for me. Uh, first, it, it allowed me to get paid more money, which was definitely, again, one of the boxes that I was trying to check. So I was making more money. That was a good thing. Um, but the other thing that it did and the other box that it checked uh, was, you know, I got to learn a lot about the first five years of life. Uh, my back, like, again, my, my degree is in elementary education. So I had K through six. I had that piece kind of on lock. Um, like I said, I worked with a lot of kids and stuff like that, but mostly that would be in that K to 12 range that I worked with personally, um, that zero to five did not have a whole lot of experience there prior to working at the early learning coalition. So I got to learn a whole lot about those first five years of life and what just kept really amazing me was how much new information I was learning, you know, because again, I'm like, Hey, I've worked with kids. I mean, I've been doing this for a long time. I did not know all of this stuff. And when I would talk to other people, again, I'm a teacher, you know, at heart anyway. So when I would talk to people, I guess I would, you know, just share different things that I've learned and, and, and trying to see if they knew it. And if they didn't know it, maybe shed a little bit of light on it, yada, yada, yada. And my sister, who knows everything in the world, kept telling me, she's like, oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. And that's what led to me thinking, oh, maybe um, starting a platform to share this information could could be valuable. And so initially, Ask a Daddy started as a concept while I was at the Early Learning Coalition. Um, and initially, I was going to do it as a podcast from the beginning. But at that point in time, getting into the podcasting was a lot more difficult than it is now. And so I was like, you know what, maybe I'll go the website route first, kind of go blog, eventually transition to the podcast, which, as you guys can see, I've now transitioned to the podcast. Um, So over all the early learning coalition was was an amazing experience, Um, but it was a grant funded position. The grant did expire. I knew the grant was expiring, um, but I thought that I would be able to get hired back on or something. You know what I mean? Whatever. But long story short, this is kind of where this this drop off kind of happened. While at the Early Learning Coalition, again, Ashley Day has started to kind of gain a little bit of momentum. Um, but after the grant expired, even though I, I was able to stay on at the coalition for quite a few months after the grant expired. Eventually there just wasn't enough funds and I was laid off. This is where things started to change. (laughs) 
Now, at first, uh, being laid off for me wasn't really a big deal uh, because I was pretty much guaranteed uh, by someone that as soon as my time at the coalition ran its course, that they would pretty much bring me on um, to another community type position, you know, and I was going to be making more money and still doing something that I love doing, which is you know, again working with people. So really, you know, when it was coming to getting laid off, like I didn't, I didn't want to get laid off, but I didn't worry about it either. Um, well, the way that worked out, <laughs> I still haven't heard from this guy. So, you know what I mean? That's just the way, that's just the way it is. I still haven't heard from him. Um, so now I'm in this position where I'm, I'm actually laid off and I'm grinding and I'm trying to find employment. And remember, like I said earlier, you know, I'm an individual who I have, I, I, I was, I was used to taking a lot of W's. I was used to winning. Um, and for the first time in my life, I started taking a lot of L's, right? Putting in applications and then not getting callbacks, going on interviews. They're not going the way they're supposed to go. I get hired by a company. Um, I get hired by Wyndham, which is, you know, uh, a good company. Um, it wasn't a good fit for me, um, <clears throat> but I get hired by Wyndham. And in my mind, right, I'm like, okay, I have a skill set. I have the ability to do this job and, and do well at it, you know. And and so I'm, I'm I'm grinding, but I'm pretty much a low level performer, and I just couldn't understand it. So again, that's another L I'm taking. And um, <clears throat> on top of that, excuse me, on top of that, uh, my friend Denaro, which I talked about earlier, we play this like online mobile basketball game, and uh, and this dude was just like winning like over and over and over again. So like I'm taking L's on that too. So like literally, I'm like I'm in. <laughs> like a depressed state. Uh, I'm just taking L's everywhere. And obviously during that time, you know, um, I wasn't in a position to really do ask a daddy because it was taking everything I had. It was taking every bit of my willpower just to make it through the day, just to go to a job that I wasn't really enthused about and try to, you know, put on and, and, and be professional and do what you have to do. And, you know, then in the meantime, continuing to look for work and just, it was, it was just a grind. And so, you know, that's how Ask a Daddy really kind of, kind of fell off and, um, and it took a hit because it was just during this period of time in, in my life. So the whole time I was working at Wyndham, you know, I was looking for other employment. Um, and I was actually going through this huge interview, uh, process with, with Disney. And it was for this amazing job. The pay was amazing. And then of course, Disney benefits are amazing. Um, if I would have landed this position, I probably would have been like the happiest person in the world. Um, and it was, it was a long process. Oh my goodness. I mean, months and months and months. Um, and it came down to, I think it was maybe me and another person or me and maybe two other people. I'm, I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I just know I didn't get the job. <laughs> I lost out, uh, to, to someone. Um, and you know, that was kind of heartbreaking. Well, obviously, it was such a long period of time, you know, going through the whole process and getting so close and, and, and knowing that literally like my whole life could have really changed. Um, 
because again, Disney is a, it's an amazing company. And like I said, I would have had an amazing position with them. Like, honestly, probably, I don't, I don't even know if there's a better job out there than this, but whatever. <laughs> I didn't get it. Um, but after not getting it, honestly, I was able to look and, and say, you know what? I don't think that that really was for me. Um, one of the things about the job, what I, I would have had to be heavily involved in like social issues and community issues and things like that. And this is also during a time when there, which is still, I mean, still a lot of stuff going on socially, but I was so engaged during that time that, you know, it was really taking a toll just on me personally. Um, and that's just, again, just me, my personal life being engaged in this type of stuff and, you know, being a person that's uh, involved in community and so on and so forth. Um, if, But if that would have been my job where I was, you know, I had to be like on top of all of this stuff all the time, you know, I don't I don't know if I was mature enough, if I was mature enough, maybe for that position at that time, because literally it was, it was, it was definitely affecting the way in which I interacted with, with people that I, that I came into contact with on an everyday basis, uh, being just in the know that much. And I've, so I've had to, since then I've kind of had to kind of shut down a little bit and not be so like socially involved. Um, but anyway, that's a whole other topic. Um, but so anyway, so even though it was it was kind of heartbreaking, I mean, again, it was like immediately after not getting the position, like maybe another like a day or two after, you know, and I'm thinking about like, you know what, maybe it's it's best I did not quite get this position yet. Um, who knows what might happen later on in the future? Keep my fingers crossed. <laughs> but um, but then another opportunity came up, which, again, I'm telling you, is just it was amazing. Um for an educational software company. Again, my background's in education, this is educational software, and it was a sales position. And uh, while the money at this company wasn't quite as good as what it would have been at Disney, it was more money than I've, you know, than I've ever made. And that was the base salary. And then of course you had like commission that you can make and everything like that. And if, let's just say, if I would have made 20,000 in commission, I would have been like one of the low earners. Um, so it, it was definitely a, a great opportunity and I actually was hired by this company. So boom, that was, that was a good thing. So I was able to leave Wyndham, came and worked for this educational software company. And during this time, um, I mean, I'm like, I'm waking up at four in the morning, knocking out, you know, um, getting into my Bible, uh, getting on prayer. Then I'm going to professional, you know, books as far as, books on sales. Then I'm getting my product knowledge. I'm doing all of this stuff before I start work at eight o'clock. And I'm doing this like every day. And it's like a routine, right? Because I'm trying to be again on top of my game and make sure that I come in and, you know, and kill it, right? I got the good gene. Let's put it to work. (laughs) And uh, so working for this company. And again, I've always, and some of you, this is, and this is one of the things that I really kind of want to key in on because I know that we people in general have a tendency to do this. Um, I don't know if, if it's men more so than women. I don't know if it's dads more so. I don't know, but I know we have a tendency to do this. And we kind of think that, hey, I don't care what I'm doing. If I get paid the right amount of money, like I'll do it all day. You know what I mean? That was kind of my mindset. You know, I was, and then again, it wasn't anything that I was doing. It wasn't like, you know, it was, it was everything was on the up and up. 
Um, but I was like, Hey man, you know, I can do this all day, every day for the money I'm making and for the, the potential that I have to make even more. I could do this all day, every day. And that's how I came into it. Um, and it didn't take long before I realized that that's not a true statement for me. Um, and I think it took all of this to kind of happen, right? Me not being satisfied with teaching leaving to pursue more money and then making more money along the way, getting to a point where I made more money than I, than I had ever made before. Right. With the potential to even increase that. Um, and then finally realizing that money is not what it's all about. Um, and so that's kind of what, you know, I want to get across to you and hopefully you can hear my story. And if you're, in a similar situation or, or whatever, maybe, you know, can learn from that. Um, so at this sales position, um, and again, like I said, every morning I'm getting up, I'm praying, I'm spending time with God. And one day it was just like clear. God was like, you know, I never told you to leave the classroom. And now this is all these years later. Right. And I'm like, what? hold on, hold up. I don't think I heard you right. Right. But it's God's like, I never told you to leave the classroom. And so, um, long story short, I said, you know, Hey, look, if you, cause cause by this time, again, I was, hold on, let me, let me back up. So at the sales position, now this is pretty much what's being said to me, Brian, you're doing everything right. Your calls sound good. Your energy's good. Your product, not like everything is good. I don't know why you're not making the sales, Right. But because everything is good and we see the work we're putting in, you're putting in, we're going to ride with you. Basically, you know, paraphrasing, but we're going to ride with you. We're going to because it's only a matter of time before everything comes together because you're doing the work. Um, so obviously, as I'm praying, right, I'm praying for success on the job that I'm at. Right. Hey, let me be successful here. And God just just hey, I never told you to leave the classroom. And so a uh, long story short, I was basically like, you know, if you make a way for me to get back into the classroom, because by this time my teacher certificate has expired. Um, and I actually looked at going back into the classroom during that laid off stint. I didn't really want to be back in the classroom. And so it was just kind of like one of these things where it's like, you know, maybe I can like teach for a little while while I find something else that's going to be more what I want to do. Right. Um, and it did not work. <laughs> they were like, you know, it's like, you got to do this. You got to do this. All these things they said I would have to do. And I was like, well, I don't even really want to teach that much. So bump it. I'm just not going to do that. <clears throat> well, when God told me that he never told me to leave the classroom and I, and I was and I basically said, I'll go back if you make a way. Literally like that day a way was made. And so within maybe four days or so. I let my job know that I would be leaving in two weeks and um and I started teaching. And so now I'm back in the classroom. And about a week of me being back in the classroom, uh, one of the guys that I started with, he called me or whatever, texted me, something like that. But anyway, we end up talking on the phone. And he says, Man, they just let this whole department <clears throat> this whole department go. Excuse me. They just let this whole department go. And they let everyone go 
who was hired, like all new hires, basically, whether they were meeting their numbers or not. So this individual who called me, he was someone who, again, we started together. He has a very extensive background in sales and he was meeting all of his sales goals numbers. He was exceeding them and he was still laid off. Um, and so that was just kind of confirmation that, that I made the right decision. And, uh, and since I've been back in education, I've been back teaching. It's funny how God is excelling me again, right? Like I'm, I'm back to doing what it is that I was supposed to be doing from the beginning that I guess I didn't realize I mistook the good gene, quote unquote, for me being able to be good and excel at any and everything I touched. <clears throat> where to where I <clears throat> excuse me <clears throat> it's like two in the morning guys I'm sorry to hit the bed but anyway um but I but I must I, I mistook that for being able to touch anything and excel in anything when God showed me that no it's not that's not what it is you will excel when you're doing what it is that I have for you to do and so again I've I've been teaching now I started in December and I kid you not, like, it's funny, but after my interview and then I came on to the school to work, the lady who interviewed me was like, have you ever thought about going into administration? I could just see you as a principal, right? I hadn't even done anything yet. And that's funny. You know what I mean? Because here it is. I was trying so hard and all these other areas, but areas that God had not gifted me to work in. And it was literally taking everything I could to try to like make any kind of headway to try to get any kind of recognition. And it just wasn't happening. And then here it is when I go into the area that God has gifted me. And now that I know that I'm, I'm super content. Yeah. I've taken a pay cut. Obviously I'm back in the school system. Um, so I've taken a pay cut, but that's fine. Right. Because I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. I love it. And that is what is allowing me to get back into doing something else. I love, which is ask a daddy. So there you have it. That's where I've been. That's what's been going on. I am back. And hey, I look forward to you guys, uh, you know, tuning in and I look forward to bringing you content. Um, again, don't hesitate to uh, follow, like, give applause, share the episode, do whatever. And then also ask me questions, right? Let's, let's really build this thing back up and let's get it going. And, uh, yeah, I appreciate it. All right. Peace. Oh, and FYI, uh, that basketball game that De Niro and I play, I'm up like 25 W's on this man and he still won't give up.